in the gospel today, uh, we hear how Jesus reveals himself to Zacchaeus as the lover of souls um, that we heard in the first reading from the Book of Wisdom, um, that the Lord is the lover of souls. I love uh, pondering, meditating on this particular encounter between Zacchaeus and, and Jesus. Um, I think it's important uh, to just notice details, you know, and then ponder and pray on, why did we get that detail, you know? Um, why did one of the evangelists provide that detail? And you know, I guess before really looking at this particular passage today, I just want to um, encourage us all really to dive into the Gospels, you know, to, to use them for meditation, you know, because um, those are places where the Lord brings healing where we can put ourselves in the scene and we ask the Lord, Lord, where am I in the scene? Or, Lord, what are you saying to me in the scene? Or who am I in the scene? Or uh, just um, the Lord encounters us in these passages. Uh, And so this is, I guess, also why I really think Ignatian meditation uh, Lexio Divina is so good, so important, you know, that we um, meditate on, that we contemplate also the, um, you know, what the Lord says to us in, in the scriptures and in the life of our Lord Jesus. So we're told at the beginning, one of the details is that Jesus intended to pass through the town, that he intended to pass through the town. So, uh, but at some point, he has it on his heart to say something to Zacchaeus. He has it on, on his heart that um, there's a man named Zacchaeus. Where is Zacchaeus? Maybe he, you know, just as Zacchaeus is looking for Jesus, Jesus has this word or this name brought to him by the Father, by the Spirit, Zacchaeus. Where is Zacchaeus? You know, he starts looking for Zacchaeus as Zacchaeus is looking for him. And reminds us of how, I think, how this is what's going on. You know, God is always searching for us. He's always looking to meet us um, in each other, in the circumstances of life. But another thing that crosses my mind as I, you know, reflect on that detail is, like, God changed his mind. (laughs) You know, he changed his mind, you know. He would intended to pass through the town. But Zacchaeus was so important to him um, that he stopped. And, um, you, know, I, I, you know, I was thinking how in this retreat, really, you know, each of us, if we can, can we, can we, if we want to put ourselves in the scene, can we just ponder, it's good to ponder, am I Zacchaeus? You know, can, um, maybe each of us, we could say is Zacchaeus, whereby the Lord has been looking for us, looking to spend time with us, looking to... Um, Stay at our house. Stay at our house. And um, we've answered that call. We've come on this retreat. And we're make no mistake, we are searching for him. And in some ways, we're trying to see above that crowd. You know, whatever the distractions are, if it's a crowd of people. And, you know, and I would just say that in... You know, I'm going to say that we have, in very heroic ways and in remarkable ways, 
climbed a tree, gone through great efforts so that we can see Jesus, so that we can catch a glimpse of him, so that we can be with him. And, uh, and so I think it's uh, a metaphor as well for just what we have been doing on retreat, this particular passage. You know, we're told that he was short in stature. You know, he's a tax collector. And you know, who knows what wounds were there in Zacchaeus' heart you know, as a result of those two things. Wasn't trusted by anybody because he was a tax collector. And um, short in stature, you know, it has me thinking of um, you know, how that... Um, perhaps made him, um, perhaps his just physical appearance was um, uh, led to rejection or abandonment in some way. Or for um, someone not, you know, he was left on the outside because of that. I don't know. I'm just guessing um, in my own reflection on this. And and so how... um, you know, he re- represents us as well, where we have not felt welcomed or loved, maybe even just because of our physical appearance or, or because of our interests or because of what we do or what we desire in our hearts. Um, and so we just, love, uh, the, I, we just love the persistence of Zacchaeus. He will not be denied, you know. He's doing everything he can to find Zacchaeus. I'm sorry, to find Jesus. And Jesus says, come down quickly, for today I must stay at your house. Come down quickly. What, you know, I don't know, what's that about? Like, why is he coming? Why is he asking to come down quickly? Um, is it because he doesn't have a lot of time in Jericho? Is it because he was intending to pass through there initially? Was it because, you know, I don't know. Um, but we do know this. He came down quickly. Um, he came down quickly, and we're told, received him with joy. Received him with joy. Came down quickly and received him with joy. You know, we can imagine how, you know, how this whole crowd, Jesus singles out Zacchaeus. And so, again, I think, that's what's Jesus, I think that in a certain manner is what Jesus is doing for you and for me. He's singling us out and drawing us, bringing us to this retreat. He wants to, he's wanted to spend time with us. And, um, uh, yeah, we, we just, Lord, we, we pray that we just receive you all the more with joy, as Zacchaeus did. And then we hear the grumbling. He has gone to stay at the house of a sinner. You know, and so there maybe we see um, how Zacchaeus, you know, see how he had been rejected over many Moments and um, in many moments where because he is a sinner, because he is a tax collector, and um, you know it's kind of it's it's one of those. um, As I was thinking about this, it's like they're it's like they're thinking that oh boy, he's a sinner. He has no idea who Jesus is. Jesus is working miracles. Jesus is. 
teaching incredible things, and he's going to the house of a sinner. You know, this is totally lost on the sinner. You know, like they're expecting that what a waste of time that Jesus would spend with Zacchaeus. And as we know, this is why Jesus came, to spend time with sinners. Uh, and we hear how Zacchaeus is just so, he's, re, he's repentant, he's willing to do anything um, to make up for the times that he's taken advantage of others. And, um, and so we uh, just, we ask the Lord to help us, you know, to respond in that way, um, just to praise him, just to be uh, in, in that place of praise as we end this retreat, as we come to the end of it. And, um, you know, this is what we prayed in our, our psalm. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. You know, and so we praise Jesus for just spending time with us. Um, and he has, looked, he has longed for this time. He has looked forward to this time. He has desired this long before we desired it. And uh, so we just praise him for it. I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. I think it's important that we praise him for the graces that we've Receive, and I'm going to suggest. You know, I think at the lunch we have following this, we typically are we typically talk during that time, right? So I'm going to suggest that we, at our respective tables, if we could spend some time just sharing graces, right? Sharing, you know, as the as the Lord uh, leads your heart to do that, maybe to share some graces with the people around you um, at the table, because. Um, and again, only if, only if you sense the Lord leading you to do that. There's no pressure to do that. But it is the case that the Lord um, likes being praised for the gifts that he has given us and the ways that he has moved in our lives. And so this is how, you know, this is how we build each other up, you know, too. It's one of the ways when we share graces, whether it's with people here, when we go home, go back to our homes and um, to share graces. Um, as the Lord leads us to, again, you know, maybe there's certain things that aren't appropriate to share. Totally, totally understandable. But as the Lord leads, and maybe there's certain things, but at the very least, maybe just to share the grace of just being on a retreat, you know, and, 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 um, encouraging that uh, for the people around you in your own uh, spheres of influence, circles of influence, you know, to just come on a retreat and spend time away. Um, and, and to praise him. Okay, so sharing graces is one way of praising the Lord and, and saying, okay, yeah, the Lord gave me this grace and I am grateful for it. But ultimately, he wants to multiply that. Right, he wants he wants others to to know, um, so that um, they can be built up. Because the thing is, when we experience a grace or a fruit of you know God's work, um, it builds other people's faith when we tell them about it. Because then they say, "Well, oh, because because we all, frankly, we all have those times in our lives where we're like, 
Oh, can God really do this or that in my life? Can God really do that in my life? And we hear somebody say, God just did something in my life that was amazing. And that reminds us then, it builds us up, it encourages us to say, yeah, God can do the miraculous in my life. He can do, he can do impossible things. Uh, and so this is why testimony and sharing of graces is important. One of the reasons. Uh, but obviously we want, our lives are meant to give glory to God. Ultimately, and it's, it's not a matter of, stri- you know, yeah, striving for that, but just um, it comes from a spirit of gratitude. It comes from, I am not the source of the good that's in me, that God is the one who, who has brought this about in me. Uh, and so, and as the psalmist prays, we, as we have prayed as well, I will praise your name forever, my King and my God. Um, And so as we come to the end of this retreat, I, I love St. Paul's words here, Saint, Saint, uh, Second Thessalonians, um, where he's speaking from a, a hope and a confidence, as he always does in his letters, a confidence in the Lord. Um, we get that towards the end where he says, you know, don't, don't be shaken out of your mind suddenly if this or that happens or if somebody says this or that. Abide in the Lord, just trust in the Lord. And um, he's talking about with regard to the coming of the Lord, the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So there's a trust in a, a, uh, he's he's rooted in trust. He's rooted in faith in the Lord, abiding in the Lord. But I love what he says where he's praying. We always pray for you. And so we can say today, we pray for each other. Uh, that our God may make you worthy of his calling and powerfully bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of faith. Okay, that word powerfully, which expresses that God can do the impossible, that God can work powerfully in our lives and and living in that truth, uh, that he powerfully bring to fulfillment every good purpose and every effort of faith. And so this is what I pray right now, is that the Lord would just do that for each one of you, um, and that the name of our Lord Jesus may be glorified in you and you in him, in accord with the grace of our God and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.